Doc Jacques, your Addiction Lifeguard Podcast. I am your lifeguard on the beach of life, Dr. Jacques Bruker, a therapist and addiction specialist, here to help you survive the perils of addiction. There's no need to drown, there's no need to suffer. Let's bring you back to sane, stable, and sober, where you can once again thrive. So don't drown, get out of the water, and live. to be real clear about what this podcast is intended for. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes, but not considered help. If you actually need real help and you're in need of help, please seek that out. If you're in dire need of help, you can go to your nearest emergency room or you can check into a rehab center or call a counselor like me and talk about your problems and work through them. But don't rely on a podcast to be that form of help. It's not. It's just a podcast. It's for entertainment and information only. So let's keep it in that light, all right? Have a good time, learn something, and then get the real help that you need from a professional. Yeah. This episode of Doc Shock, Your Addiction Lifeguard, is actually going to be a short one. And I'm calling these episodes Guard Shorts. <laughs> Get it? Shorts? Guard? Eh. You know, I was thinking about how I can relate things to people a lot of times. And one of the ways I have to relate things to people is through the use of language. Right? We're talking about language to describe feelings. But... In order to do that, sometimes my words are not the ones that relay that message best. So I'm going to defer to one of my childhood and adulthood idols, um, mentors, people that really meant something to me, completely unrelated to psychology therapy, and that's the wonderful and great Bruce Lee. I've studied martial arts all my adult life and part of my teenage years. And I found that he had a lot of things to say that sometimes had nothing to do with anything other than martial arts, but a lot of times they did have something to do with other things. And I think even though he's been long gone, he um, he said a lot of really smart things. The guy was a real thinker when it came to the art that he was trying to practice and learn and master, and that being martial arts. One of the things that I read him saying one time was... Um, to know oneself is to study oneself in action with another person. Hmm. So in other words, to know yourself, you really have to, to kind of observe yourself interacting with the other person. And, and in the form of martial art, that is, I strike you, you strike me back. I'm trying to understand how to defend myself or defeat you because that's really the whole purpose of martial arts, isn't it? So to know oneself, you had to really understand your actions with another person. And that's one of the things that I think this message should be learned. And that is about isolation. See, isolation is addiction's best friend because full of shame and remorse and regret, that's what we do, right? We isolate and then we use our drug of choice. So a lot of times when you're trying to understand how to get sober, you can't because you're by yourself. So how are you supposed to understand yourself or to study yourself if you're in isolation? And you can't do that. So another one of his wise sayings uh, was, understanding oneself happens through a process of relationships and not through isolation. Well, there you have it. 
Bruce Lee had it right. He has no idea, I'm sure, that his words are going to be read in 2021 by some psychologist who's saying something about addiction and recovery that had nothing to do with the context of what he was originally saying this about. He's talking about physicality and the physical experience. And so training by yourself in a martial art is very, very difficult because it always involves another person. And in the words of my original, in Chinese they say Sifu, but my original teacher, Francis Fong in, in Atlanta, he said, never say should be, got to be. And that was in response to the question of, well, what do I do if a person does this or a person does that? Should I do this? Should I do that? And his understanding of that was based on the same principle, that we're working with people, and people are variables, and they're never the same. In recovery, everything that we do is individual. It's not something that we do that's unique to a group, but it's actually part of what we are. So my response to a trauma experience may result in me acting one way. The person standing next to me who had a similar trauma may react in a completely different way. But when you put the two of us together and we're describing our intera- our uh, traumas and we're interacting with, e- with each other, we're, it gives us a chance to study each other or study ourselves through the reflection of understanding that other person. So you can't understand yourself through isolation, as Bruce Lee said. You understand yourself through a process of relationships with each other with someone in recovery. That's how you get sober, is learning who you are as reflected with your interactions with another person. In the book, As Bill Sees It, he describes loving everybody. We can try to stop making unreasonable demands upon those we love. We can show kindness where we have formerly shown none. With those we dislike we can at least begin to practice justice and courtesy, perhaps going out of our way at times to understand and help them. So understanding and helping them requires us to be around them. And a them means that we have to participate, which means we have to get out of isolation. Isolation is a killer of recovery, and it will be the thing that keeps you from getting into recovery in the first place. So finding a way to stop the isolation and really understand that relationships is where we get recovery. I mean, that's what the whole AA, NA, SA, any of the A's, Aladon, they're all about community, right? And I keep saying, get into a community. That is the thing that people really struggle with is jumping into that community. So let's get into that community and let's build those relationships as hard as it is. And don't be afraid to walk into a room and admit that you're an alcoholic or you're a drug addict because guess what? Whether you admit it or not, you are one. So don't let your arrogance and your pride be the tools that addiction uses to slay you and eventually all that you have that gets taken away. And let's understand that that freedom from relationships that we think is so valuable is only the thing that's dragging us down in the first place. Because really, that is what's dragging us down. So understanding yourself happens through a process of relationships and not through isolation, as Bruce Lee said. And really, for him, it was about understanding his weaknesses because he was always trying to overcome his weaknesses. As a fighter, that was what he prided himself in, taking a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a little bit of this and turning it into something that was actually useful, which really went against everything that he'd been taught and the whole society that he had been uh, had entered into in the form of martial arts because 
all of us who practice martial arts know that there is a style that we follow, with the exception of a few things where there is no real style, like Jeet Kune Do, which is what Bruce Lee came up with as, a, as his form of martial art. Taking the best of things that worked for you and discarding the rest, because those things that don't work for you are useless. But you would only know that through the interactions of sparring and training with other people, which he did. He trained in many different things, fencing, dancing, and all forms of martial arts, Chinese, Japanese, whatever. And he'd try to take from each of those and learn. And that really was the kind of the domino effect of how we ended up where we are today with understanding true martial arts that are really effective. So Build those relationships, as he did with other people, to learn from them, but mostly to learn about yourself and your recovery. So do not become a victim of your own shortcomings, the things that will keep you from growing in your recovery. Embrace that fallibility, those mistakes that you made about who you are and what you are, and really learn about that through the interactions with other people. Get out there and meet other people in recovery, in various stages of recovery, because that's really where you're going to get the help. I hope that this little short version of Doc Shock, Your Addiction Lifeguard podcast has helped you. Guard shorts, just a few thoughts for the day. It's been a few minutes now, and perhaps you've gained something from it. Glad you were listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode of Doc Shock, Your Addiction Lifeguard, Guard Shorts. (laughs) Thanks for listening.